Hashem Rabbi is one of those days that the Nistar is much more than the Nigla. In fact, Halacha Kimat doesn't tell us anything about the significance of the day, except that there was a Minak Nevim. The Zakon of the Nevim saved the Rabbi. And what the significance of that is, and what we're achieving on the day, is something the Gemara and the person don't really talk to us about. Something which is much more the province of the Sfarim, which talk about the Nistar of Teremobat, the Zayar, and the Rishonim of the Rekech, and others who delve into a bit more of the Yisoyed, or the Soydis, should we say, of Hashem and Rabbah. So let's look together to look at one or two Gemaras, which are connected to Hashem and Rabbah, and uh, work together in a principle that's the from Marib Rabbi Moshe Pirajachon Yibrachon understand how it applies to Arabayda, which is specific to Hashan When we spoke on circus, we spoke about the one mitzvah of the Abimin. And the one mitzvah of the was the mitzvah Shekin Abimin, the mitzvah of Nanui. And we said then that the Akid Arizal, Akid Azar, really the Yisrael of the mitzvah of Nanui is the fact that one draws the Lulah, the Abimin, towards oneself. And therefore, it's, uh, accessing the bracha from each of Hashem's midas and bringing that bracha into oneself. There's a kli which a person has created, is the ability he has to receive, and then there's the avoid of filling that kli with bracha. And that's the avoid of the manu. But there's a second avoid also. And that is after we've shaken the nula and after we've done the nanuim, now it becomes a second avoid too. And that's the avoid of the akafa, the avoid of the ishanus. And now, just like in time of the Vesem Igdash, same thing today, just then they circled the Mizbech, and today we're circling the Bima. But the aside is that we take our minim and we go around in a circle. What does that mean to represent? What does that mean to represent? And specifically, well, this is the Gaya Tashan Rabbah, is because the mission says in Sukkah that in the time of the Vesem Igdash, on Hashan Rabbah, they used to take Arabas extremely large Arabas, and they used to use those Arabas to circle the Mizbech and Hashan Arabah. So what's the concept of walking in a circle, what are we doing by making a Hashanah, and uh, what concept does that convey, and why would that be done specifically with Arabas as opposed to what we do today with all of the Arab men together. That's the first topic which is unique of Hashan Arabah. The idea of Arabas as well known that the science for the meaning of the word Arava, which refers to the branches of the tree of the Arava tree that we take today, we know that there's a second meaning for the word Arava too. On the Pasuk, the Takadish Baruch Hu, is the Reich of Aravis. You can praise Takadish Baruch Hu, is considered Reich of Aravis. And this is a Gemara Chagiga, and the Gemara tells us that in a spiritual sense, there are seven levels of Shemaim. The seven levels of spirituality, it doesn't mean, like in, we think about further and further into the atmosphere, we're talking about seven levels of roughness that there are, and the highest of those seven levels. The highest of those seven levels is called Arabis. And the Gemara talks about in Chagiga and Dafi Beis and the Beis, and the Gemara tells us the names of the seven, the seven heavens, the seven, the seven levels of Shemaim. So when the Gemara goes, gives in the names, explains what happens to each one. The first one is called Vilain, Rakia, Shokim, Zvul, Mo'in, Mukhoin, and the 
person is called a rabbis, the highest level. What happens at, at, at that level of a rabbis? The Gemara goes into in each of these levels, what happens in that level of Shemayim? For example, the level called Shachim, where HaKadosh Baruch provides food for people from. It's a... That's one level. But when it gets to Aravis, so what, what's in Aravis? Aravis being the highest level, and therefore in a spiritual sense, the level which is nearest to Hashem. So when the Gemara talks about Aravis, the Gemara says, what happens in Aravis? And the Gemara says, we find a number of factors which are centered in the level of Shemaim, which are called Aravis. And read it inside. Gemara says, Aravis, Shebay Tzedek Mishpat, the middle of Hashem's justice, Tzedek, and his ju- the judgment of Mishpat is applying the judgment, Staka, Hashem's Staka, Gim Zechayim, the storehouse of life, Gim Zebracha, Nishmos, and Shot Tzedekim. These things are all in the level called Aravis. And not only that, but also Ruchish and Nishamas, Shaasu Debaris. The Nishamas of children who are still going to be born, and Tal Shaasu Zakadish Baruch, or Hachis Bemesim. And the, the Jew that HaKadosh Baruch is going to use in the future to resuscitate the dead. These are all things which are found on that level called Arabis. Is this part of a Sia? Like, what is this? No, it's... Uh, uh, it's Muslim and the Gatsi Dara Rabriyamu. But at uh, the levels of where HaKadosh Baruch is, so to speak, what takes place, takes place there. And the obvious question on this is, is that most of the things we understand are things of the nature of the Nishama. Whether the Nishama is a Tadikim, or the are going to be born, or the fact of the Tchis in the future, it all fits together, it all explains. And you know, the place of the Nishama is by Kodesh Baruch, the Nefesh Adoni, Surah B'Tzorah Chaim, the Gemara's offering the Apostle, that the Nishama is a Tadikim, are closest to Hashem. What Tadikim Mishpat? That the Makam of Justice is also there. As in the heavens called Arabis. And obviously, like the question, that's the Gemara's proof. What does it mean? Why, why, is, that, why is it even a level for the Aravis? And obviously, we understand that it's not for nothing that this Aravis and the Aravis we're taking have the same name. What's the connection between our Aravis here, which is always looked at as the least of the Aravis? When we learn of the Aravis, we always talk about the Lulav and the Esrog, Hadas, they all have some redeeming quality. Whether it's about of taste and smell, which is one of them, the rubber is nothing. And that the rubber represents the highest level of Shemai. What's the connection between these two things? What's the translation of the word rubber in relationship to Shemai? Level of Shemai? Level of Shemai. That's the second question. Clouds or something. Yeah, Hashem is right of Shemai, which talks about the Zerach of Arabis. It's the level which Shemai is closest to. And the last question. And this is everyone knows that there's some kind of a seal that it says on the Shana Rabbitzer. There's the Shana Desire, there's the Chaisim of Ne'ira, there's the Chaisim of Yom Kippur, and there's the second Chaisim of a Shana Rabba in the capital that it said after hitting the Rabbis on the ground. So he said, Hashem should be made to the Chasimah. What needs to be sealed again? We've already been to Ne'ira, it's already been sealed. What's the second seal of a Shana Rabba? So these are the questions. Let's just revise them again. The first point is what's the significance of Hakafas, of Hashanis? What are we doing by walking around in a circle around the central point with Arimenim? Why was that done in the Besamekdash with the Arava and the Shana Rav as opposed to the Arimenim that we use today? 
And what's the connection of the Arava here to the level in Shemayim called Aravas? And lastly, what, what's the extra seal of Hashanah? What's, what's this Muslim of a second Chosan, so to speak, that we're going to, that our Vayra tomorrow is to be Zeichet to the second Chosan? So let's go back to what we already spoke about on Sabbath. And we said the, the avoid of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur was to create ourselves as a Kli which is able to receive Hashem's Brach. The avoid of Sukkot, Mitzayich Simcha, Mitzayich Lehalel, is to channel, to access the Bracha and to use it to fold the Kli. And that's what we're doing with the Anurim. We're using the Arim to restore four different tracks of Bracha. Whether it's, a, whether it's a track of Chaim, of Chachma, of Terra, of children, whatever it is, each track, and we bring that into ourselves. We want to fill ourselves with Brach. But now we know that there's a second concept too. There's a certain amount of Bracha that a person can bring into themselves. That's how much they're able to receive. There's a level above that. And that is a level which is beyond the person's ability to receive. He's not in the level to receive it yet. And therefore, he can't bring it into himself because he's not strong enough or he's not big enough to contain it. What's the second option? What we call, uh, in the notion of the Kabbalah, one can create an Ormakif, which means there's something which a person brings into themselves, but there's something which a person which surrounds the person also. And the idea of what surrounds a person is that something which he may not be on the level to have taken into himself, but he's influenced from. He's influenced from because it surrounds him. And therefore, there's a concept of what a person maybe is unable to take in, but at least it's around the person, and he can, get, he can take an influence from the outside. If one wants one of the simple examples of a, of a very practical concept of this, and that is if a person has the opportunity to be close to Gedele Yisrael. So do we understand them? Do we fully appreciate their level of their greatness in Torah? No, they're greater than we are, so we can't understand them. But does one gain from being in their presence? Yes, because by being in the presence of greatness, one, one learns. It has an effect on a person. And therefore, it's not something which a person's taken in necessarily, that he can fully comprehend, but nevertheless he can gain from. And that's what you say here as well. And that is that there's a level that we aren't yet able to, 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 say, to say we've achieved, but nevertheless, if it's something which is, we, which is around us, we can absorb from, we can learn from, so we, get, we gain from the outside as well. This concept, this concept of what we call a, a, something which, a level of ruchness, which is around the person, which is around the person, provides a second function. Because there's one level that a person is able to, he's on the level to receive, to take into himself, that's what he's achieved. That's what he's holding about, that's what he understands. There's a level which is still greater than the person, but the fact that it's around the person means it gives the person the opportunity to, to, to work towards being able to one day receive that level. It has an effect on him from the outside. And like I said, the best example is being in the com- company of people who are greater than oneself. So even if one isn't on the level to understand or to be on that level too, at least it provides an influence. What we call the best example of this, and this is Aristotle, when it talks about the Shrina, it talks about the Shekhinah coming surrounding us. The Malach Hashem goes around those of your Hashem. Why does it look around him? It's meant to imply the same idea. There's a level which we aren't yet able to take into ourselves, to, put, to be on the worthy of receiving, but we can at least access it. 
And if we access it, then it gives us an appreciation of something much greater than us. It gives us appreciation of something much greater than us. It gives us something to work towards as well. He says the Arizal. The idea of doing the Hashanah with the Arab Minim, once we've, as much as we've used our Minim to bring the Bracha inside ourselves, as much as we can, the next point is to build the Saida. The next point is to go around in a circle which builds, so to speak, the, 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 in his words, the level which surrounds us. And therefore, Dafka, the idea is a circle. The idea of a circle is a stuff what surrounds us because that's something which shows it's a level which we aren't yet able to attain, but it's a greater level. A level we've not given the dark before. Which is why I was pointed out that uh, the mitzvah of Simcha, so there's one level of Simcha, which doing the Nandim, the Simcha was Dafka in the best what they do different to Beis Hamikdash, they didn't do in the rest of the Shul. They didn't do the Hakafah. It's only innovation after we done in the Beis Hamikdash, so we replaced the Sefer Torah and the Bima for the Beis Hamikdash. But then they only did Anuim in the Beis Hamikdash. The Mokum for the Hakafah was Dafka and Mizbech, and therefore Osmachtum Pnei Hashem Lakeichem Shivas Yom. There was an extra Simcha in the Hakafah. It was just a Kohanim. It's just a kind of thing. And the idea of that extra simple was we're we, we accessing something which is greater than we are. And this is something which is unique because normally a person is able to relate to something he's on the level to relate to. The fact that there's something which is greater than a person, a level above where he is, but he's able to relate to that too. He's in a way which is, so to speak, in a spot from the outside. But he might not be able to yet fully appreciate the level, you can still gain from it. That's the second part of what we do on Sukkot. That's the point of the Hashanahs. Now, the interesting thing, when it comes to the Nanoim, is that the Ikka day of Sukkot is the first day. As we know, that's the day which is the Raisa. When it comes to the Hakafas, so it builds up till the last day. The last day of Sukkot is the greatest. We do seven Hakafas the last day. That, that becomes the climax of the Musa of the Hakafas. Why is it like that? Why is it like that? When it comes to the chef, one brings inside oneself, it goes down. And when the goes talks about the hakafas that we do, the hashanahs that we do, it works out. And we're getting to a climax on the hashanah rabbi where we go seven times around in the circle. So this brings us to the second point we're going to explain. And that is, what's the muslik of the seven levels of shaman? What's the muslik of the seven levels of shaman? Good question. So yeah. During the week when we do one hakafas, we're also building there? Yes, one, one step at a time. And we get to the seventh day, that's the climax. We're building up to tomorrow. And we get seven akafas. What's the idea of the seven akafas? This is where we're going to see the, con- the concept of the seven levels of Shabbat. Contrary to what, it, maybe not contrary, but people always think about the world at the bottom and Shemayim above, and Shemayim above that, and Shemayim above that. So it's with levels of height. Really, as you know, the world is round. If that's the case, Shemaim is a circle around the world. If you have Earth, the world, it's surrounded by Shemaim. And if you have a second level of Shemaim, then it's a concentric circle which is bigger than the first. And you have a third level and a fourth and a fifth, there's seven, so to speak, spheres, each one bigger than the one before. In other words, the seven levels of Shemaim are seven makifim, are seven levels around, around us. Now we start to see how things fall into place. If we're accessing a higher level of Ruchnis, higher than we're able to take. So, each day we can do one. 
when you get to Shan Rav, when you have the climax, now we do seven. If we do seven, we're accessing all the seven levels of Shemayim. <coughs> Each Akafa is relating to another level of Shemayim, which is greater than us. Because it's greater, it's also somewhat more, more distant from us. But we can get a Hashpah from that too. We can get a Hashpah from that too. And therefore, each Akafa is relating to another one of these levels, which is greater than us. We can get a Hashpah from that level. And we do a second Akafa. That's the second level of, the level of Shemayim. It's greater, even greater than the first, but we can get some kind of a Hashpah from that too. Until we get to the final level. The seventh level of Shemaim is the level called Aravis. The level called Aravis. And therefore the seven Hakafas of Hashanah Rabbah bring us to Aravis. It brings us to the seventh level of something which is greater than us, something which is above us, something which is the tenth level of Shemaim, for those of us here on Aretz. And as you get to that seventh level, then you've gotten to, the, so to speak, the greatest, uh, the highest level that there is, which is Meshpi on us here in this world. And now we start to see there's a kasher between that level of Shemayim, which is called Aravis, and Aravis. And Aravis. And here becomes the important point. We're getting less hashpah from this level of Aravis. Each one is getting less hashpah. It's further away from us. We can access hashpah from there too. It's further away because it's on a higher level, but we can access hashpah from there as well. But now, and this is the Yisait. This is the Ramesh's Chedesh. Until now, we just explain to go back. The question is, what does a person need to do in order to access the hashpah which is outside of him? Something which a person is on the level to receive, so then he can bring it into himself. We understand that. He's on the level to understand it. He's on the level to appreciate it. When it comes to levels which are greater than the person, levels which are beyond that scope of the person, so what's the middle that a person needs? What's the middle that a person needs in order to access a level of Torah, a level of Ruchnius, which is beyond his understanding, which is greater than where he's holding? How do you connect to that? What's the middle which is needed for that? So, the Moshe explains the Gemara to Nebi. And the Gemara says, talking about the coming of Moshech, and the Gemara that says, in the name of one of the Amorai, it says, on one point of value, we, on one side, we waiting for Mashiach. We mechaki the Mashiach. On the other side, Hashem is waiting to bring the Mashiach. Hashem is waiting to bring the Mashiach. So the Gemara asks, so if we're waiting for Mashiach, and HaKadosh Baruch is waiting for Mashiach, me ma'akiv. So what's stopping him coming? We, we, no, it's a win-win situation. We both want Mashiach to come. And the Gemara's answer, Mere Sadin. Now what does that mean? If I understand waiting for Mashiach just means, yes, it would be nice, we'd like Mashiach to come. So we understand there's not, that that wouldn't, that wouldn't be enough of a reason on its own to bring Mashiach. The understanding of the Gemara is, okay, that what it means to wait for Mashiach, to be Mechakeh, is to, it, we don't think that we're on the level that, that if Mashiach would come, we can take the entire answer, so to speak. We deserve the Ruchnias which Mashiach will bring. We deserve the level of greatness that will rise to a Mashiach comes. We don't feel that we're on the level, and therefore it's something which we can access and bring inside ourselves. It's something which is greater than you. Let's look at the Sukkim say. What's going to happen Mashiach comes? Hashem says, I'll make Ruach HaKodesh so prevalent that your children will become Naveen. We don't think that's the level we're holding by, that we deserve to be Naveen. But that's what's going to happen. So in what way are we being mechakim Moshech? 
We expect that we deserve Mashiach, that we can Hashem, yeah, we bring Mashiach, we wait, we're ready for him. We deserve him? No. That's not the way to wait for Mashiach. We don't deserve him. In the sense that we can't bring that level inside ourselves, we're not holding by that. What we want is something which comes as an out, from the outside. In other words, Mashiach will bring us there. Bring your mind to Mashiach, because if we're in that situation, then that's going to influence us. If we, if we imagine we'll be placed in a situation where everybody was Goliadah, where everybody was Tadikim, where our next door neighbors would be Nadim, where the life was structured around the Besamekdash, where there would be a level of Kedush in the world which was palpable. So what would that do for us? It would pick us up. It would bring us more right to that. That's what we want. Mechakilai means we're waiting for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring Mashiach, so that that will make us better. So that that will influence us. So that when Mashiach comes, and there is that influx of spirituality, and there is that new level of human raise, we've been raised to experience, now we're going to change. It will have an influence in it. This is a different concept to Mashiach coming because we deserve him. There's one concept. If they say, Kaddish will be big to the king, we deserve Mashiach. But there's another concept. We don't yet deserve him. We aren't yet on the level to appreciate him even. But we want him. Why? Because it's going to trigger a process. It's going to trigger a process, and that process is that if Mashiach will come, and we'll be exposed to what Mashiach will bring with him, that's going to influence us. That's going to change us. That's going to make us ready for Mashiach. That's what the notion to be Mechake means. Mechake means to wait, but to wait for something which is going to change you. To wait for something which has, when it, that's going to have an influence on you. So we Mechake for Mashiach. For the same reason, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, us, wants to bring Mashiach to. So me Ma'akev. What's stopping it happening? And answer the Merasadin. What does the Merasadin have to say about it? What's the, what's the objection? If it would be a question of bringing Mashiach, because we deserve Mashiach, so then it's a very simple question. Do we deserve it or don't we? We don't deserve it. If it's a shadow of, are we on the level now that we deserve to have Mashiach? Okay, so then... Let, let, let the basis of Samara decide if we're on the level or not. But now we're talking about something different. And that is, are we on the level that we deserve to want Mashiach? Are we on the level that we deserve to access the path that Mashiach will bring? Because that's what's going to change us. So the Mirasa Din talks here as well. And what's the Taliyah? What's the Din here, Taliyah? And that's the Cheshman. The Cheshman is, how much do we really want it? How much do we really want it? If, if our, our winning argument is why Hashem should send Mashiach now is Hashem, we don't deserve, but we really want it. Then the question becomes a question of how much do we want it. And that's the case of Mirza is going to check how real that want is. How much we really waiting for Mashiach. And that's what the Gemara is trying to say. And it's in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, even if, Hashem, even if Mashiach takes his time, Yisrael, Chakeilon. Chakele, wait for him. Wait for him means show you waiting that you want him to come because that will be a reason to bring him. This is a new Kiddush. Again, I heard from Moshe Tachron Racha, and that is that there's a concept of showing that we deserve Mashiach because we want him. Because we want him. So, Rav, if we don't appreciate Mashiach, let's assume, we don't understand what Mashiach is, the concept really is, and what for us, then our waiting for him is based on Dimyon. I think, well, it must be, it must be this or that. Not Dimyon, because we're psukim. We're psukim, that's what's going to happen. So we, we have to understand how that's going to apply to us, 
but we can, in our minds, I see what the world of Mashiach is going to look like. If, if I were to tell Ophir Shporko, I want Mashiach, but if you have to ask me, like, what does it really mean, I, I really couldn't tell you. No, we could. We could. We could. We, we look at the Psakim, and we talk. When Mashiach comes, it means there'll be a new Besam English. It means the ultimate Korbanis. We can understand exactly what the Besam English means. Well, okay. we, we maybe we haven't experienced it, but we can understand what the idea means. Like we brought the Pasuk before. There'll be a Ruach HaKodesh. People will be in the Vim. There'll be a heightened level of connection to Hashem. There will be a Yetzirah. We have a very good description of what Mashiach is meant to be. And the better we understand it, the more it makes it possible for us to wait for that. Okay. But now it becomes a question, are we really waiting? Are we really waiting? That's what the minister then gets involved. That's what the minister then gets involved. So then it becomes a day. What would be a detractor? Why wouldn't people want that? You're asking a great question. And unfortunately, the answer is people don't. I mean, a lot of people, even though somehow it's logical what it is, like, we're not connected. They don't think about it. So we don't feel we really want it. Let's just talk about again, just the point you spoke about cell phone. So what does it mean that we that there's a din on if you want Mashiach? If we machak in if we waiting for That's what the Gemara means when it says on the level of Arabis, Tadaku Mishpat. There's a Mishpat there also. This isn't the Mishpat of right or wrong. This isn't the mishpat of punishment or reward. That's a lower level of shemayim. Where it says that the oitzaris of punishment and oitzaris of din, that's a lower level of shemayim. The mishpat here is the mishpat of do we want to access our rabbis? Do we want to connect to that highest level, which was the neshamas of the tzaddikim, that's Mashiach, neshamas of the of of That's the level of our rabbis. But the, the one of the factors which they are on that level of our rabbis, <coughs> one of the factors is the mishpat. Do you really want it? It, because if we show we really want something, then that's more of a reason for us to be given, even if we don't deserve, but given from the outside. We're given from the outside. Now is not the time to elaborate on this. It's one of the psukim which talk about Mashiach Kamim, is Yel Kamim Ananeshmaya. There's a level of Mashiach Kamim on the clouds of Shemayim. And the idea of the Mashiach on the clouds of Shemayim is it's above us, it's beyond us, it's coming from Shemayim. But it's something which we can relate to. So much comes from the outside. We aren't yet on the level to ex- to internalize that level, but at least we can experience it from the outside. Now, what do we need to do? So we said we need to show we really want it. What's the middle when we show we really want something? So here is where the Arab is unique of all the Arab men. Well, we said it's true. Mitzad itself, the Arab has the least. There's no tyrant, there's no asymptotium, there's no smell, there's no taste. So what does it deserve, thy rubber? You know, what can it take in? Pretty much nothing. There's no big minus. But what's the matter of thy rubber? There's a second Chazal. And Chazal says to Gemara that why do we take specifically these four minutes? Why do we take these four minutes? And the answer is because these four minutes are Gedele Malamain. These four minutes need water. And therefore, since in circus, part of the avoidance of circus, we judge in the water, we take four minim, four species, which need water. Out of all the iron minim, the one which needs the water the most is the Arab. If you want to write, go look at the iron minim off the shelves. The lulab's fine. The hadassim are fine. Without water, the Arab is going to die very quickly. Out of all the minim, it's true they got the lamayim. But the one which needs the water, the one which is the most tamay lamayim, which is, is the most need, which, so to speak, is the thirsty for the most for the water, is the Arab. 
That's the middle of Hashanah Rabbah. If you want to show that you want to access the level above you, then it's totally on the Arabah. It's totally on how much a person feels he's less different. How much the person knows he wants it. Because the more that a person shows I really want it, that's going to be the deal if a person deserves it. We finish the Hashanah every day with the phrase, Keshata, Shomrei Mitzvahs, V'choycha Yishos. What are these two phrases? So the first one on the, on the Siddha explained, Shame Mitzvah is a friend to the Arminian. We did the Mitzvah Arminian, so we Shame Mitzvah. The Kayach of the Arminian, like we said, to access the chef and bring it inside ourselves, that's the first part. We shout to Shame Mitzvah. But there's a second point. There's the Choyche Yeshuas. There's the aspect of, there's the aspect of the, which we did, that we show that we Choyche, we Mechake, with the Yeshua. Where's that? That's the Arab. The concept of the Avodah with the Arab is to show we Mechake for the Yeshua. We show we waiting for the Yeshua. And if we show we're waiting for the Yeshua, that gives us the ability to access something greater than us. Something which is we don't deserve to take in, but it's something we deserve to experience. And that brings us to the last one. That's why, as we'll see in the Twitter tomorrow, <coughs> so much of Hashanah Rabbah is focused on the Gula. So much of Hashanah Rabbah is focused on the Gula. All the, a lot of the, besides asking for Rabbah, all the other Twitters we say are talking about the Gula. <laughs> Even the comics. Kalmavasevaimers, all the references to Mashiach. Why? Because for the Bakasha for Mashiach is not because we feel we deserve it. The Bakasha for Mashiach is because we want it. We mechake. We mechake the issue, like we say. Then there's the din. Do you really want it? And the more we like be our rabbi, the more we zechah to our rabbi. So the more we show we want something, that becomes the din of how much we zechah to experience. And the, the primary example is the Gola. But it applies to any level which is greater than us. Any level which you aren't able to access because you aren't on the level yet to understand it or to absorb it, internalize it, there's a second track. There's a second track. And the second track is we might not be great enough to take in this level, but at least let us understand what it means from the outside. At least let us be influenced by it. Let us be, have the hashpah from the outside of the target. That also guides us. That gives us an idea of what you meant to work towards. It has an effect on us. That's the second din of Hashanah Rabbi. The din of Yom Kippur is the din of what a person deserves. What a person deserves, and therefore it's the din of what is going to be given. That created the Kli, like we said before. How much a person deserves, that's how big his Kli Kibble is, his ability to receive is. Sokos is just filling what was given to us in Yom Kippur. But now there's a new din. Beyond what a person deserves. What is the person Mechakilai? What is the person looking to achieve? What is the person trying to access? And that was a new good din. And that's why the din of Yom Kippur, maybe now is not the time to elaborate on it, but the surah of the din of Yom Kippur is dafka through the middle of the year. What a person deserves is where he's holding. And where a person's holding is the level of Yerushimai. It's the topic which needs elaboration, not now, not the time. But if you ask, where's the, where's the person holding? What's his level? The, the middle which defines the person's level is the Yerushimai. And that's, the, that's, the, that's Yom Kippur. That's Yom Kippur. And that's the chosim of Yom Kippur. How much Yer Shemayim is, how much of a key kibble a person has. And then again, I'm sure everyone remembers the Gemara in Shabbos, which makes exactly this point. The Gemara says, the first of Kanada against Shas, the entire Torah. Where Yemuna Sitech Ha'chosh, the Chosh Ha'chosh, the Chosh all six stars of the Mishnah, Yeras Hashem Hi Oitzar. How much can a person receive? What's his Oitzar? What's his storeroom? What's his capacity? Is his Yer Shemayim. And therefore, the Yom Kippur is the day of Yer. It's the day of Yer. And how much Yer a person has, that's how much he can receive. That's the Avodah of Yom Kippur. So the Avodah of Hashanah is a different Avodah. Yes, there's also this. Tell the Kamishkos, we're being judged. 
but for something else. Not how much Yira we have. We've been judged how much Tzifiyah we have. How much we're looking forward to something. How much we want something. And that's a new thing. Because it's not something which necessarily we're going to be given that we can internalize. We aren't holding by that yet. But at least we can be given from the outside. We have the experience of relating to it from as something outside of us which we can get back, get benefit from. And that's a different avoid. The avoid of Hashanah Rabbah is not here. It's Yamtav. We can listen for Yamtav today as well. The avoid of Hashanah Rabbah is Tifiyah. And why does it come at the end of Sukkot? Like we said at the beginning of Yamtav. Because Yamtav is the best example of the Mashiach I was going to look at. Yamtav gives us the marshal of what it means to enjoy what Hashem wants to give us. And grow from there. And therefore Yamtav provides the paradigm. This is what Mashiach is going to look at. Good. We've been through Sukkot. We've experienced the whole week of Yamtav. How much do you want it? How much can you relate to that as something we want to exist and continue with? How much are we mechakelo? And the more we mechakelo, that accesses that level. We go seven nishanis. We're going level by level until we get to the Arabas. The level from which Mashiach comes. So the Nisham of Mashiach is, is where the Tchir is. That's the level which HaKadosh Baruch is going to bring these brachas from. And that's a shadow of the Hamish we mechakel. And if we mechakel, then that's the second chosim. The second chosim is the chosim of Hashan and the Shachos Mashan Rabbi is, how much are you mechake? When you say every day, achake le bechol yom shiyavai, there's a midas tadin. How much are you mechake? And how much a person's mechake is how much he's in the Rabbi. The level of the Rabbi is something which is tzami lechomayim. There's another point here also. The Russian never said this, but it's a chayim salvavis. There's a second meaning for the word Rabbi. The first salvavis says this. It, says, it comes from the word arei. Something which a person enjoys. Something which is pleasurable. Something which is arei. Enjoyable. The more a person looks forward to something, the more he thinks he's going to enjoy it, that's what creates the mechakinah. The more a person understands what's going to be when Mashiach comes, and that that's something I look forward to. It's something which I want, something which I'm going to enjoy, that creates that mechakinah. That creates that, that, that desire, that rot, and that it should happen. That's also the side, that's the second meaning of thereof. Something which is orient, something which a person has an enjoyment in, that's something they look forward to. And that was the second day of the Rava. To be makkif with the Rava. Because being makkif with the Rava connects us to a different place. Connects us to a different place. It's not a shayla of what, what we deserve. It's a shayla of what we show we really want. And the din on that is what? Seba kumish kut mechayim kisecho is a din. A din of how much we show we really want, if you're asking for. Because based on that, a first Rava is going to give us. And this is a big chedish. Of course, there's a track of bringing Mashiach. If we're all tzaddik and gemara, we deserve Mashiach. That's one track. But we Mashiach is a second track too. We might not yet be on the level to deserve Mashiach. In the center, we the tzaddik in that Hashem envisions that they're going to be in a time Mashiach. But at least we want him. And if we want him, then he'll come. He'll come from the outside. He'll come from the outside, but that's going to uplift us. That's going to inspire us. That's going to help us get to that level that we'll be able to appreciate it. That's the matter of being mechake. And like the Gemara says, if we mechake, and HaKadosh Baruch is mechake, and we show it tomorrow that uh, our, we mechake because of something which is arif, that's something we really want. It's something which we're missing, which without that we feel that we first be like the Arava without its water, then that's a schus. By the, the chasimah of Hashan Rebbe, that we should be zaychet to that extra level of chasid, which HaKadosh Baruch gives us in the Azad. That's the Basak. Uh, that says about the uh, person who is Boitayach Hashem. He's relying on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not for what he deserves, for what he doesn't deserve. He's relying on Hashem to give him more Chesed Yisrael Ben. 
And he said, Vivendo is what comes from the outside. It surrounds him, but he's surrounded by chesed. The fact that he went and he showed he's really wanted, he's mechakilah, he has betachan in that, then he's never to chesed is never